we're going to start the show today a little bit different. Um, but we'll still have some fun today. So, 37 years ago today, January 28th, 1986, we lost the crew of the Space Shuttle Challenger. Pilot Michael J. Smith. Commander Francis Dick Scobie. Mission Specialist Ronald McNair. Mission Specialist Ellison Onizuka. Mission Specialist Judith Resnick. And of course, Krista McAuliffe. These seven people gave their lives on mission STS 510. And this show today is dedicated to them. With $20 worth of quarters in my pocket, I think I'm living in the shade of an 80s arcade. Shall we play a game? Oh. Hello and welcome to Living in the Shade of an 80s Arcade. In today's very special episode, uh, we're going to talk about the Space Shuttle Simulator game that came out in 1983 called Space Shuttle A Journey into Space. Uh, this was originally done on the Atari 2600 by Activision. And this is one of those games that probably aren't as fun as many others to play, but if you were space nut like I was in the 80s, this was a huge game for you. Um, the game itself had a 32-page manual. Something to think about there. But one of the really cool elements of this game was not only did this use the standard uh, Atari uh, joystick, but this used every control on the console. Uh, and by control, I mean every switch. Um, the y It came with an overlay that you would lay over the uh, main part of the 2600. Uh, that would tell you what to do with each switch, what each switch's function was, what uh, you had to, you know, basically, you know, for turning off engines and putting the landing gear down, things like that. And the basics of this was from launch to landing, this took you through a space shuttle flight. And you would uh, launch... Then you would uh, dock with the satellite, you know, and do repairs on it, and then you would uh, go through landing at uh, Edwards Air Force Base. So, uh, and it was just a really, really unique game that they had in the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. Um, so, I'm going to go to break a little early and put our thanks into our sponsors as well as our friends
All right, before I go and thank our hosting provider, I do have some shout-outs today. I want to thank our good friend Rob Fott at Living in the 80s. If you like the 80s as much as I do, you need to check that show out. You may run into Matt Moore over there. And uh, like I said, check him out. also need to put a shout-out to Jason Peitzmeyer at Chewing the Fat, as well as um, Free For All and his wife's show that he produces in the salon. Uh, great content over there. You do need to check all of those shows out. And I also want to thank my good friend Travis at Roundtown Radio for playing this show. Uh, he plays us right behind Living in the 80s. We're like two peas in a pod. You got to listen to Roundtown Radio. Uh, thank you guys for your support. And let's go thank our hosting provider, Anchor. Welcome back. Uh, let's get into a little bit more of the details of this game. Uh, and uh, then I do have a special uh, uh, clip to play at the end of the game. Because uh, this is this is a day um, that I will forever remember uh, when the Space Shuttle Challenger uh, blew up on launch. And uh, <clears throat> anyone who grows in uh, grew up in the '80s like I did, uh, they probably remember this. I was in ninth grade, and uh, it was an algebra class when uh, we found out that we did our school. We were in high school. We didn't watch the space shuttle on TV uh, like a lot of schools did that day. So, uh, but from that from that point onward. Not one class that we went to that we actually do actual coursework. So, uh, so let's talk a little bit more about the game. As I mentioned earlier, uh, it uses all the switches on the face of the twenty six hundred console, um, and it's the same concept as uh, what they did with Activision Star Master, which I'll have to see if I can find a copy of that game somewhere because uh, I've never heard of that one until now, but. Uh, the overlay went on there. It was a, called a flight deck console overlay. And let's see if they got a picture. Yeah, and it came with two because there was the two different uh, Atari 2600 systems out there. There was the Heavy Sixer, which had the six switches. And then there was the uh, uh, four switch model. All right. And uh, on the six switch ones, from left to right, uh, you know, the le left one is still the power for the game system, so that you probably never use that during the game itself because that would have turned it off. But uh, from left to right, you have uh, uh, primary and backup switches for the engines. Uh, you'd have cargo doors and landing gear on the next switch right to the right of the game cartridge. Uh, then you flick the next one down for status and the next one to activate the countdown. Uh, I believe that last one's probably the reset switch. So, um, and the same thing happened on the force switch. It's just the switches for the, the difficulty switches were on the back of the console. So, um, but you use these in a special way when you're playing the game, uh, attempting to launch successfully, um, dock with the satellite, so on and so forth. Um, 
Now, the big thing um, that, you know, since the graphics were not great, um, it may, I think it actually made the game a little more difficult because, you know, 2600 really wasn't known for having great flight simulators. Uh, but, you know, because space was a huge thing in the 80s, uh, this was a real thing, uh, you know, it, it much more real, much more difficult uh, than your average 2600 game. So, but it really wasn't all that accurate when you really thought about it, because uh, if you've ever seen a picture of the, either the 80s or the remodeled version of the space shuttle, uh, you know, the space shuttle didn't have LCD screens uh, until much later in its life. And there was just switches and uh, <laughs> cathode ray tube displays that ran to compute flight computers. So, you know, um, so you know, you can't really do that in a twenty six hundred game. Uh, but to that side, though, uh, it's not like Defender, where you, you know, where the controls are very simple compared to a space shuttle. So. Um, yeah, so it it definitely wasn't as accurate as it could have been, but it was as close as the Sadie's kids could have got. Um, but the thing I think the thing I found always found the most difficult with this game was the fact that uh, that uh, it just really was not uh, as easy as just throwing a cartridge in and uh playing defender you know it really wasn't so but uh it was a great game uh and it's probably one of the most technically uh uh advanced games i would think unless you count uh, like i know star raiders eventually came out on the 2600 and it had a little uh, pad that you plug in but uh yeah so it was definitely an interesting game, especially if you were at all into the space program, uh, like most of us were in the '80s. So, all right, before I go, uh, the one thing I am gonna do is um, uh, January twentieth, nineteen eighty-six, was also supposed to be the State of the Union, and obviously President Reagan at the time he did not. Um, have the normal speech but he did have a speech and he spoke about uh the challenger uh disaster so you can listen to this uh and i recommend listening to it uh but i'm gonna put his entire speech here it's about four minutes long so we'll see you next week and hopefully i can be a little bit more up upbeat next week so take care and God bless, and now I give you uh, the president. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd planned to speak to you tonight to report on the State of the Union, but the events of earlier today have led me to change those plans. Today is a day for mourning and remembering. Nancy and I are pained to the core by the tragedy of the shuttle Challenger. We know we share this pain with all of the people of our country. This is truly a national loss. Nineteen years ago, almost to the day, we lost three astronauts in a terrible accident on the ground. But we've never lost an astronaut in flight. 
we've never had a tragedy like this. And perhaps we've forgotten the courage it took for the crew of the shuttle. But they, the Challenger 7, were aware of the dangers, but overcame them and did their jobs brilliantly. We mourn seven heroes, Michael Smith, Dick Scobie, Judith Resnick, Ronald McNair, Ellison Onizuka, Gregory Jarvis, and Krista Mikulov. We mourn their loss as a nation together. To the families of the seven, we cannot bear, as you do, the full impact of this tragedy. But we feel the loss, and we're thinking about you so very much. Your loved ones were daring and brave, and they had that special grace, that special spirit that says, give me a challenge, and I'll meet it with joy. They had a hunger to explore the universe and discover its truths. They wished to serve, and they did. They served all of us. We've grown used to wonders in this century. It's hard to dazzle us. But for 25 years, the United States space program has been doing just that. We've grown used to the idea of space, and perhaps we forget that we've only just begun. We're still pioneers. They, the members of the Challenger crew, were pioneers. And I want to say something to the school children of America who were watching the live coverage of the shuttle's takeoff. I know it's hard to understand, but sometimes painful things like this happen. It's all part of the process of exploration and discovery. It's all part of taking a chance and expanding man's horizons. The future doesn't belong to the faint-hearted. It belongs to the brave. The Challenger crew was pulling us into the future, and we'll continue to follow them. I've always had great faith in and respect for our space program, and what happened today does nothing to diminish it. We don't hide our space program. We don't keep secrets and cover things up. We do it all up front and in public. That's the way freedom is, and we wouldn't change it for a minute. We'll continue our quest in space. There will be more shuttle flights and more shuttle crews, and yes, more volunteers, more civilians, more teachers in space. Nothing ends here. Our hopes and our journeys continue. I want to add that I wish I could talk to every man and woman who works for NASA or who worked on this mission and tell them, your dedication and professionalism have moved and impressed us for decades, and we know of your anguish. We share it. There's a coincidence today on this day, 390 years ago, the great explorer Sir Francis Drake died aboard ship off the coast of Panama. In his lifetime, the great frontiers were the oceans, and a historian later said he lived by the sea, died on it, and was buried in it. Well, today, we can say of the Challenger crew, their dedication was, like Drake's, complete. The crew of the Space Shuttle Challenger honored us for the manner in which they lived their lives. We will never forget them, nor the last time we saw them this morning, as they prepared for their journey and waved goodbye and slipped the surly bonds of Earth to touch the face of God. Thank you. Godspeed, Challenger. The whole world misses you. Have a great week.